everyone, Ellie here. We're doing something a little bit different this week. Last week, when we were set to record the next two episodes, I was at home, where my Wi-Fi is usually bad, uh, but this time it just died for like five days, so I was without Wi-Fi and wasn't able to attend the recording session. However, Am, the queen she is, stepped up and literally produced a one-shot in the space of 24 hours. And so that is what we have for you today. It's a The Witch is Dead one-shot, although it's going to be a two-shot the next two episodes. And I'm glad we've had the chance to show off some of our players' DMing chops. So sorry you won't hear my dulcet tones this week, but we have a really cool, fun little episode for you today. Also... As if the lack of Wi-Fi was not enough, Am also had a bit of a glitch with her microphone and so had to record with a different microphone. So the audio quality might not be quite up to standard, we can only apologise for this. I've tried to edit it to the best of my ability so that it doesn't uh, impede too much on your listening pleasure. Thanks for your patience and thank you again to Am for being an amazing lifesaver and uh, saving the podcast. Three cheers for Am. Once upon a time, in a faraway land, there was a witch. She cared for the forest animals, she cared for the village, and she cared for the heart that beats beneath the ground. Once upon a time, there was a man. A man consumed with a righteous fury that he could not turn upon himself. So, he killed a witch in the name of his god. Once upon a time, there were three creatures. Creatures who had been shown kindness. Creatures whose mother was killed in front of them. Creatures who seek eyes in the name of vengeance and life anew. For you see, my dear listeners, the witch is dead. Aces, an actual play podcast with actual asexuals. Yes. Oh, this feels so good. It's nice to be on the other side. I am uh, your GM, your great magician, Am. And uh, today we are not going to play some 5e. Uh, Ellie's not here. I'm in charge. Get ready for the chaos. Um, <laughs> we are going to be playing one of Grant Howitt's one-page RPGs, The Witch is Dead! Yay! I love this Woo-woo. game. Yay, The I'm Witch is so Dead! I'm so excited. That's a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, well, I mean, there are there are some instances where we can say, yay, The Witch is Dead, and it, for example, top, I don't know, song charts, and it be maybe a good thing. <laughs> but oh, um, we're, we're not, a, Ellie's not here, and I'm already being like, let's get real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give uh, a little, a little read of the intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Once upon a time, there was a kind and wise and beautiful witch who lived in the forest with her familiars, as you guys, and her life was peaceful and happy until a witch hunter broke into her cottage and dragged her out and murdered her, and now she's dead. But if you get revenge and kill him and bring his eyes to her corpse within a week, she'll come back to life. Also, you've heard. Even if it doesn't work, at least he's dead. Now, uh, the way this game works is there are four story beats, which I've rolled for previously and my players are not aware of. Um, the first is um, the village is, when then there's two traits for the village. The second one is the witch hunter is, and then there's a trait for the witch hunter, and then there's a twist. I'm just going to put my mic on mute so that I can read it out for the listeners, um, and so my players don't hear what they are. Be right back, so guys. So rude. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to have some so simultaneous audio recorded. incredibly superstitious. Uh, yeah. Presumably this part of my recording will be removed the witch by hunter. It's drunk and violent. But yeah, this is confusing part of the recording that no one else can hear. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Also, um, I heard you, Katie. I heard you talking about this. Ellie is going to edit this episode, to my knowledge. So this is an Ellie problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that in a, in a voice that's like, it's not my problem. So I'm so here for it. <laughs> Yeah, bully Ellie, even while she's we not can here. bully Ellie exactly through the power of the internet. We can bully <laughs> Ellie without her being here. Here I am, your long-suffering DM, dealing with this. Here is Am's description of the village again, so that you don't have to deal with that nonsense. So the village is incredibly superstitious and devoutly religious. The witch hunter is drunk and violent but here's the twist the village is in on it so let's meet our cute woodland animals um so it's a cute woodland animal you have four traits um and uh your numbers for these traits depend on what creature you roll essentially so it's clever fierce sly and quick and then you also uh know a spell that the witch has taught you so we're going to do as we always do, go in alphabetical order. Chloe, can you roll me a uh, d10, please, to see what creature you are? I can indeed. And also introduce yourself and your pronouns. I did just call you Chloe, so I think they know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, if you didn't know already, my name is Chloe. Uh, and I use she, her pronouns. And I have rolled... Ha! Two ones. So you are a fox. Ooh. Uh, nice. You're clever is two. Oh, I haven't got my pencil to hand. Hang on. You good? Yep. Your fierce is two. Your sly is one. Lovely. And your quick is one. Okay. Um. So the way that works mechanically is if you try to do something, you're going to roll a d10 and then add whatever number is related to the trait. Okay. So in a, in like like a skill check would be in D&D, but it's d10 instead of d20, essentially. Yeah. So, awesome. if you wanted to attack someone, I'd be like, okay, that sounds like a fierce roll. And then you roll a d10 and add two. Cool. And your spell, by the way, is Unseen Hand. Ooh. Did you say Unseen Hand? Yeah, it's basically Mage Hand, but wizards have copyright. <laughs> that's, that's... Not non-distinct magical floating hand. Yeah, non-distinct magical floating hand. You know, a fox with a hand sounds like a total nightmare creature. Can you mean it? Half of the things that, that stop a fox is not having hands. Interestingly, total nightmare creature is the vibe I am going for today. 
So, Amazing. Um, what what is your? Tell us your fox's name. Uh, this is probably not safe for kids or work or scared people. Uh, but there is a a, a short um, a short horror film on YouTube that I can find about a cat with hands. Um, oh, oh, cursed! Oh, no. Cursed! Um, cursed! It was. It, it yeah. is incredibly cursed. The entire thing of it was incredibly cursed. I will find it for you later. I don't think, as long as you just put an NSFW warning on it, I think it could be linked. Uh, I think that's a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I but mean, do we want to? Yeah, that's up for Rally to decide. Anyway, if you rolled a cat with hands, I would be incredibly disturbed. Watch, watch now as I roll a cat with hands. That is a possible hands, thing you cat. can do. Um, I will say, if you oh, cat with God. hands called hands, if you. <laughs> I am gonna just to give you guys some good versatility on the team. I am going to if you roll a spell that someone already has, I'm just gonna give you the next one down because it's kind of boring if you just all have the same skill. But you're not gonna do that um, for our animals. Give us all hands. I'm not gonna do that for your animals because you can be really diverse. I think with your creations, but um, yeah, Chloe, what are you? What what's your fox called? And what what are their pronouns? I think my fox's name is Bernard, and they Excellent. use he they pronouns. A he they, we love a he they. <laughs> we do. We don't have any he they's here, I don't think, but uh, we get some fictional. We don't. We're mixing it up no. a bit. We're letting you, all you he they's know out there that we do love you. We value you. And if you're AMAB non binary, you are just as valid and you need more representation. Thanks. Um, whoop, whoop. That's just my own little stall there. Chloe, how did, how did Bernard come to be in service of the witch? Or is it Bernard? No, it's Bernard. They're not Bernard. that posh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bernard was kind of the runt of the litter. I don't know, do foxes, is that, is that litter is the yeah, yeah, word for litter? I guess so. Fox kids. Was kind of, yeah, mm. a little, are they not cubs? Fox cubs? Is they it are kids? Fox cubs. Are they both? Are they? I thought they were kids. They might be both. I know there's a lot of baby animals that have multiple names, so they might be both. Yeah, I think Bernard was like the runt of the litter, so the rest of his family kind of left him, uh, Left him in the forest alone because the he, because he couldn't run as fast. So and the witch found him and decided to help him out because Aww. she's nice like that. Very good. Yeah, I imagine as as someone who the witch taught unseen hand, um, you run a lot of errands for for the witch who got her name's yes. Cal. Yes. Um, you run a lot of errands for Cal, so you you would you know sort of go into the village with a little pouch of money in your mouth to go buy food and you can use your hand to lock and unlock doors and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter that Bernard can't run very fast because it's just an errand and they don't matter. Exactly. (laughs) Errands are easy. If if I was a shopkeeper and a little fox came and gave me money I would be very charmed. Also wildly confused. (laughs) Man, when you hear about this thing called Animal Crossing you're going to lose your mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, with that very enigmatic laugh, Ariel, would you like to roll me two d tens? Yes, I would love to. Thanks, Queen. Uh, so that is an eight and a three. An eight and a three. Oh, I was so hoping you would get this. Oh no. Um, is it cat with hands? You are a crow. You're a crow, oh, which is one of my yeah, favourite yes, woodland animals. Yes. Um, I, so you I have... thought you were going to say like, you're just a normal person. <laughs> oh my god, I wish. So you have. Uh, Clever, two. Fierce, one. Sly, two. And quick, one. And your spell that Cal taught you is speak human. 
Oh, oh yes. Oh. A talking crow. Oh yes. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a fun one. So Ariel is the face of the party after having a regular character with minus two charisma. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I met a crow when it started speaking to me, I would be terrified. Uh, Crows can speak. Well, ravens can speak. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, don't they say never more? No, like, in real life, <laughs> ravens can speak. A little bit, like, not not as well as, as, as... Like parrots? Not as well as parrots, but they can kind of... Uh, ravens can kind of do the mimicry thing like parrots. YouTube it, it's a whole thing. I, I'm disturbed by this now. Katie's out here with the recommendations today. Um, so, Ariel, tell us, about, tell us about your crow. Oh, um, oh, should I do pronouns and stuff as well? Yeah, name, uh, pronouns, and how they know the witch. Oh, of me as well. Oh, yes, I know. Oh, yeah, who are person. you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm Iroh, I use she, they pronouns. Um, and who is this crow? Oh, dear, I'm so bad at coming at things on the spot like this. Uh, I believe in you. Uh, do you want us to wait and do me and you can think of something? No, I'll, I'll come up with something. It'll just be potentially wild. Uh, I think their name is... Um, uh, uh, long Toes? That's cute. I Very like good. that. Long and Toes. How, as in... How does... Yeah. Yeah, as in toes. Long. I hate this. Okay. I feel like um, long toes didn't learn what the word for claws was or talons. No, I think that was a name that that was given rather than. Uh, it can be given, or they could have come up with it. I think it was given, and I think they're in service to the witch. As I think they pick sort of berries and things from uh, the trees and the bushes and stuff, uh, and bring them back. Various, uh, various berries and flowers and things like that. They picked them in front, carried them back to the witch before they would be brutally murdered. And, before, and long, long toes uses they pronouns. Yes. And I guess maybe maybe Cal taught long toes how to speak human because uh, they can scare off predators whilst they're out in the forest if they sound like there's a human there. Ooh. Yeah. Also, you know, just to freak people out. I think they did that. <laughs> yeah. Just, also, just for fun. Does, does Cal enjoy like, freaking people out? Or did she enjoy freaking people out? Yeah, she's like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if... <laughs> I feel like there's also something like with humans where if it's a bird that talks to you, you're like, well, so this has got to mean something. Birds and dogs. Yeah. In fiction, at least. Obviously, I have never had this happen in real life. If you have, let us know, because I want to <laughs> that know. That sounds... Chloe, you got something to share? <laughs> I'd be way more disturbed by a dog talking to me than a, than a bird. There's precedent for birds mimicking. There's no precedent for dogs talking to you. Yeah, but you get a lot of talking dogs in fiction, so mm. everyone's like, this is That's normal. True. Katie, may we, may we find out about your little friend? Hi, uh, I'm Katie, and I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I'm about to roll my dice for my character. Drum roll! That's a two and a three. <gasps> I'm not kidding. Um, can you re-roll your second dice, but your first one is a cat. Is it? Does it? D- d- cat hands. Cat, with three cat, hands. Cat, with three hands. No, three is speak human, which Ariel already has. Four. Four. Okay. Um. Oh, you got my favorite spell. Yay. Um. So a cat stats. Cat stats. Yep. Is clever zero. <laughs> yeah. Fierce one. Sly three. Quick two. Zero one three two. And yeah. what's the spell? And your. 
your spell is lock, unlock, slash open, close. And just to give you an idea of why this is my favourite spell, the first time I ran this game, um, one of my players got that spell, and they're running from some villagers, and he goes, so like, what are the bounds of my spell? And I'm kind of like, well, what do you mean? And he says, well, I want to open this person's ribcage. <laughs> so I can do anything that comes kind of in the boundaries of lock, unlock, open, close. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I enjoy this game is because I'm basically very, if we were in person, um, I'm a very amicable GM. So if you bring me like snacks, generally I'll let you do whatever you want within the bounds of the rules. I can be bribed. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I would bring you snacks, but over the internet, that's quite hard. Yeah. Yeah. If we can have some... the promise of snacks, but... <laughs> I'll send you my address. Um, but yeah, if you... So if, if something sounds cool and it's plausible and makes sense, you know, my... Convince me. Convince me. That's your challenge for today. Thinking about the behaviour of my own cat, a cat that could unlock doors sounds like an absolute nightmare. Definitely. Yeah, we're creating some real eldritch horrors here. But, um, name, pronouns, and how how does your kitty know Cal? Uh, this cat is uh, appropriately a black cat. Very good. Uh, he is black, he is a bit of a troublemaker, and his name is Oi. As in, oh, you. Yes. And his pron- <laughs> his pronouns are he and him, I suppose, although he is a cat. His pronouns are kitty cat. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he kind of, he didn't exactly turn up one day and start to cause problems on purpose, but he also didn't not do that. This is how you and Ariel came into my life. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Hey, I don't think I've been causing problems on purpose. You don't, you haven't caused me personally problems on purpose, but you have the spirit and that's what matters. Thank you. <laughs> being told I have the spirit of a, of a, of a goose is is perfect. Uh, if you guys are ready, we can begin our adventure. Ooh. 20 minutes into Let's, the recording, yeah. you are welcome. Do it! Oh, wild. Oh, can you tell us what, um, can you explain how to use stats as well, what the different ones mean? So, um, there are examples given for each stat on the one page, which I will read out, but much like your spells, essentially we are going yeah. by reasonable understanding and convince me. So, uh, clever is interact with humans, understand them, basically work things out. Okay. Fierce is a very offensive role, so it's scare, drag, push, carry, bite, scratch, a lot of physical stuff. Sly is sneak, steal, hide. Quick is outpace, climb, evade. So my cat is is good at sneaky, sneakery and bad at yeah. uh, figuring out what this weird thing in the human house is. Yeah. Well, you know, all cats think humans are just big cats. So Yeah. This is true. What is this weird hairless cat doing? <laughs> but yeah, so if something's in sort of in the middle of like sly and quick for example and you have one score better than the other make make your case to me as why i should give it to you with a good stat basically Mm -hmm. but if you guys are ready we can begin yeah everyone, it's Ellie here. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. 
If you are, please consider checking out our supporter ACOS link. This is like a virtual tip jar where you can just give us a little bit of a little bit of a thank you uh, in financial form. We obviously accept thank yous in non-financial forms and you are in no way obligated to do this. It would just be a nice cool thing. All the proceeds of that go towards things like making a web domain, investing in merch, and also compensating the lovely, lovely PCs that I have on this show because they're great and they deserve all the love and all the riches in the world. You can find that at supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with spaces in between the words. There's also a link right at the bottom of the episode description. Also, do you have a podcast, TTRPG product or Twitch stream that you think that the listeners of this podcast might be interested in? If you do, then why not use this space to advertise it? If you're interested in advertising your product here, get in contact with us at deckofmanyaces at gmail.com. Enjoy the rest of the show! Let's go. Yep. Give me a second okay. to cough. We'll fix it in post. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll auto-tune the cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll make a song out of it. I've literally just realised, like, what music are we going to use? And then my brain's just gone, well, you'll have to just write loads more music. That's fine. You could just... We pro- I've probably got... Wow, someone's going to have real difficulty figuring out this music. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> <I'm> yeah. gonna- <laughs> oh, it's a classic DM thing of, uh, what's the NPC going to say? Oh, I'm controlling the NPC. I've yeah. definitely like got music that would fit, but my brain's like, but it's different, so why don't you write more? <laughs> anyway. We begin our adventure in the woods outside the village of Aradale. Aradale is a small village nestled sort of in the bounds of some hills, a large lush forest and a beautiful winding river. The town there have always been um, followers of the god Arain. The goddess Arain, who is the um, goddess of the cycle of life and death. Um, they've been relatively peaceful for as long as you've lived with Cal, you've interacted with them, but they do seem quite religious. Bit, there's lots of statues and miniatures of, of this goddess sort of everywhere throughout the village. There are two chapels, despite the population only being about 500 people, but you know, it's relatively peaceful. Cal, or Callista Redcheek, she was known to the villagers, um, is a small halfling woman who has been healing the townsfolk for uh, several years now, or for as long as any of you have known her. Everything seemed peaceful until one day a man who you had seen before returned, dragged her from her space, and brutally killed her in front of the three of you. You are now sitting by her body as the night begins to fall. You have heard previously that perhaps if you can find the eyes of the man who killed her, her to her corpse, then she may come back to life. The moon rises, the stars are twinkling, and night has descended. What would you like to do? Everyone's silent. (laughs) Can I ask OC uh, a question that I should have asked before? Can our characters speak to each other? Good point. Yes, your characters can speak to each other. Okay. You speak animal. You know that spell, speak with animals? Where you speak with animals. Yeah. This is what the animals uh, are speaking when you speak with animals. Okay. Is it what you speak when you speak with animals as well? Maybe. Sure. 
Um, well, I guess we should look around and like try and see if we can find any like tra- tracks or or like direction that the that the hunter might have gone. Yeah, I think it's long toes. God, I can't believe I named a character long toes. Do you want to edit that back? No, no, I'm I'm down. I just looked over my thing and saw the the name long toes, and you know, caught me. I think long toes said, so, "Um, I I will uh, I can fly around, have a a look to see whether they have left anything in their way, any tracks or anything else, and we'll take off into the sky." to have a look for whatever they can okay. find. As Long Toes leaves, Oi says, you should peck his face off. I will try. Cool. Can you roll me a... Um, if I roll the game as well, this is something I do a little differently as a GM, is, Ariel, would you please roll me a clever, as it's the first roll of the game, I'm going to give you advantage. Oh whoop, whoop. yeah, baby. So that's 2d10, take the higher, add your clever. Is a 0 a 10? Yes. Oh, it's a crit cool. success. Brilliant. Amazing. Yeah. Um, 10 plus 2, 12. Haha. <laughs> so you see, at first, the forest before you is like just a dark sea with the leaves rustling and waving. But as you focus your gaze, a small prick of fire illuminates the darkness. It moves towards the village. Stop laughing. It moves towards the village. (laughs) It moves towards uh, the cosy lights of the village and you see far ahead of you moving faster than you ever could is a torch and a figure on a horse riding into the town. Was the man who killed the witch on a horse or did he walk? He walked up to the house and like dragged her out but it's reasonable for like you to assume that it's a quite a long journey or not a super long journey but it's a bit of a journey into the town so you would assume that it was probably him with your nap success i'm like yeah yes it's him okay cool they fly down they say i've seen a small prick Uh (laughs) (laughs) technically off (laughs) compromissible you meant the fire so it's okay yeah yeah what other meaning? I guess they they kind of start to guide them in the direction of the 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 town, um, moving towards the the, cool. the glowing lights. As you guys move towards the town, I'm gonna explain a little bit more of the rules that I did forget to leave out, which I'm sorry about. Okay. Which is, if you perform a dangerous task, you gain a point of danger. So if you fail to roll equal to or under your danger you're going to basically be incapacitated. You're going to be incapacitated in some way. You're going to be killed, you're going to be trapped, you're going to be lost, you're going to be captured. Using magic is always dangerous. So if you use magic, you will gain a point of danger. Okay. Ariel, you were going to say something. Or rather, Longtoes was going to say something. No, I think I think that they're just going to guide them to the water thing. So they went this way into the town. We should follow him and, yep. and, and find out where, where he's going to stay and then we can... Uh, do horrible things to him. Well, we better get there quick. Don't want him running off. Who's the quickest? Probably Longtoes. What's What's Longtoes' quick score? Uh, only one. Oh, actually, um, Oi is the quickest. Uh, two. Mm-hmm. Oi once once told the direction of the man is going to start running off with his fast cat zooming uh, technique. 
in the direction of the village, which he has... His eyes suddenly get massive. Initiate zoomies. Uh. <laughs> yeah, zoomies. zoomies are initiated, but it's zoomies for justice. Uh, he, he, he knows the way to the village because he goes there sometimes to beg for scraps and steal yeah. fish heads and open doors and then close the doors again and then open the doors again <laughs> and then close the doors again. Decide if he wants to go out or not. No, don't want to, but I'll open the door again just to check. Nope, close it again. Uh, so are you waiting for your companions or are you going to run ahead of them? Unless told to wait, he is not going to wait. Okay, can you give yourself your first point of danger because you are running into a dark forest at night by yourself? But I'm fast and clever. Well, I'm not clever, but you know. <laughs> then the danger shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Cats have nine lives, it's fine. <laughs> I don't think mechanically I have that advantage, unfortunately. <laughs> That's up for me to decide. Cool. So you head out. Bernard will follow, but like mm-hmm. as fast as his little legs will carry him. Okay. So you guys uh, head out into the forest. It is very dark, but very loud. I don't know <laughs> if you guys are familiar. I mean, I think Ariel and Katie, you guys will be, but the countryside at night, when it should be quiet, is just one of the loudest places <laughs> to be because half the population of this forest is now awake. Owls are hooting and flying overhead. You can hear, it's a summer's evening, so you can hear some um, crickets and cicadas making a ruckus. But you guys continue through the forest, and after an hour or so, eventually find yourself at the edge of the village. Is there anything you would like to do on your journey, or are you going to arrive there? I guess I would like to kind of keep an eye out, sort of sniff around a bit, just to see see if like there's any a clue that the that the hunter actually went like a different way or something like that but not but like not so much to slow us down because obviously i'm, I'm slower than okay oi anyway yeah um so just like a little so being aware yeah the way i'll deal with that is i'll make the dc a little bit more difficult because you're not paying yeah. loads of close attention so um i am amenable to you either rolling clever or sly yeah i'll do clever because i am more clever okay. Okay. That is a six. A six? Uh, okay, so you don't really notice anything specifically. There are definitely hoofprints. It smells like horse and something else that you can't quite identify. It's really sharp on your nostrils. Mm-hmm. It smells like medicine, but also not really. It's the only sort of human center identification you're able to pick up, but that doesn't necessarily tell you a lot. Cool. Like bad medicine or good medicine? Well, now that... But, Bernard, do you point it out to the others? Yeah. Okay, well then, I will let you both, if either of you would like to, roll another clever check to see if you can identify the smell. Oi doesn't really care about human smells, unless their food smells. Okie dokie. <laughs> Katie really playing into the cat here. <laughs> it's so this perfect. This is why I'm so glad Katie got the cat and Ariel got the crow, because that's just who they are as that's, people. That's just who they are. <laughs> you say you're a fox, Chloe? I mean, I like foxes. Don't wouldn't say I am one, but I like them. I think you'd I think you'd fit the hair best out of what's on the list. Oh yeah. Ariel, what did you get? A uh, two plus two, which is four. Four it smells. We it's a weird smell because it it's something that you associate with cows healing, but also you've smelt it on her breath when she's been sitting outside in the woods you've smelt it on various humans who have come in in the dead of night tired 
and wobbling, but you can it's it's familiar to you, but you can't identify its purpose. Okay. So we know that. They don't. Yeah. So yeah, there's this weird smell and you guys approach the edge of the village. Despite it being uh, a late summer's evening, it is still quite surprisingly busy. You uh, see lanterns and bigger humans and smaller humans wandering the streets. There are these little outside structures, which are like shelves with pe- that people stand behind and pass things across. You actually, Oi, loves this time of year because there is so much leftover scraps <gasps> that either people buy too much of and don't want, or there's just left in the bins as people get distracted and move on to the next thing. It's brilliant. It's a time of plenty. Oh, lovely. Can I use my knowledge of this time of year? Well, no, that's not quite right. What would Oi actually do? Oi's not going to get distracted because he's very... Good job. Very determined to find this person and mutilate him. I was literally going to be like, Oi, don't get distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Our brains went to the same place. (laughs) Remain on task. Oi would like to uh, sneak out into into the crowd and kind of, you know, start winding his way around people's ankles so he can... Look around to see if there's anyone who who looks like the witch hunter around among the crowds. Okay. Can you uh, roll me a clever check, please? Oh, I think it should should be sly. Or a sly check. It's sly, yeah. Then, you know what? Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll give you a sly check. Because you're sneaking. He's he's sneaking about. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just looking for this one person. Is that 1d10, then? You guys are very lucky that you've got animals who exist in urban spaces as well as... Yes. As well as wood spaces, because I've had people... I've played this game before with people who've got more woodlandy creatures, uh, like rats and stuff, which people... And toads, which is like, if you Mm. saw them in the middle of a town, you'd be like... Why is that here? And it made things a lot harder for them. But you guys are like a cat, a crow and a fox, which is a lot of people wouldn't really bat an eyelid. Half the people in this town probably already know this cat and have already thrown shoes at him. (laughs) So I'm rolling 1d10 and adding my sly. Yes, Uh, you are. That's an 8 plus 3. An 8 plus 3. Cool, yeah. Um, So you managed to worm your way through the crowd the smell of food, of fried fish from the river, of uh, roasting onions entices you one way, but you stay on task and you pick up that very tart, clinical almost smell again. And it leads you to a structure that is uh, near the town square. This structure is um, quite large. You've seen Cal go in there before a couple of times and you've picked some stuff up from there for her. And it has uh, some seating outside where people sit. Uh, they hold these big jugs um, and push them together and put them to their mouths. Weird. Um, and uh, the scent, specific scent that uh, you've linked to this figure you've been following seems to lead you inside. I go back to uh, the outskirts of town where Bernard and Long Toes are. I hate that you name this creature Long Toes. <laughs> you broke Katie. <laughs> you're going to have to look Ellie, well, not look Ellie in the face, but you're going to have to tell Ellie that you named your woodland creature Long Toes. No, I'm actually seeing Ellie tomorrow, so I can look, I can look her in the face and say, ah, yes, you played a game, I named my character Long Toes. She was talking about how excited she is to edit this and it'd be the first time she hears it. Yes. <laughs> Don't tell her, leave it a surprise. <laughs> Ah oh, yes, I was just retreating to the 
to the outskirts of town where Bernard and Longclothes were to tell them that uh, the, the, the man's in the, the, the smelly place, the big place with the people. I'll show you. The smell like the smell we've been smelling on the way here? Yes, the human smell, the nasty one. Ah. Yes, that definitely sounds like him. It's nasty, so of course it is. We should go there. Bernard's just going to head off. Um, so how sneaky are you guys being as you make your way towards this place? Because a cat wandering through a town on their own isn't too noticeable, apart from the occasional teenager that goes... There's, there's probably other cats running around the town. But the uh, but a cat <laughs> being followed closely by both a fox and a crow is a little bit noticeable. So are you guys going to travel together? Are you going to travel separately? What is the plan? Bernard would just like try and stick to the shadows kind of like slinking past I don't think they're particularly like waiting for the others I think they're just gonna go and do the fox thing okay cool I think uh, long toes is probably going to fly there rather than like waddling along because <laughs> I feel like that would <laughs> a lot more attention. it's like why is that crow just like walking through the streets I was picturing you riding on the back of one of the others, but that is, you know what, that's better. Oh yeah, that's that's the only other option. I like the idea of a little crow toddling way better. So you guys, can everyone mark me another point of danger? Because actually, no, not oi, just long toes and bird, because you guys are more wild animals and you're travelling to this location, which you haven't been to really before by yourself. So we, we just add one point of danger. Okay. Yeah. So everyone should have one point of danger at the moment. And if you roll equal to or okay. under that, you're going to be incapacitated unless someone else chooses to help you, essentially. So you guys approach this pub. Uh, can all of you just roll me a d10 and tell me what number you get? Oh, boy. Six. Six? Five. Five. Two. Two. Uh, okay, Chloe, you got the highest. So I'm, I'm going to say you all arrive at the pub from different angles um it uh does any actually no none of you could read never mind i was gonna come up with a cute clever <laughs> pop name but it's fine i'll do it in the intro of the next episode uh as you guys arrive at this pub um you each approach from different angles long toes lands on the roof can see into one of the upper rooms of the tavern's bedrooms there's no one appears to be in the windows slightly open oi wanders tail slinking right through the front door as most cats do receives a little pat on the head from an absent-minded young woman who nudges some chicken off her plate onto the floor for you. Om nom 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 nom. Bernard, as foxes are wont to do, approaches from a side alley, hopping up onto a large bin to peer through the kitchen window. In this kitchen, you do see a cook sort of running between stations, but in the corner you also see a familiar man and a familiar scent. Mm-hmm. He's sitting next to another figure with pointed ears and a white robe and they're talking very, very fervently. The man reaches in his bag and pulls something out and you see the wand and seal of Cal. <gasps> he has blood on his hands and he has anger in his eyes. He's holding out his hand, thrusting it out for something to be put in. You don't know quite what, but you can smell Cal's blood. Oh, 
many aces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Ariel Evans, Katie McLeod and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons, Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, EK Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and still a piece of garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them. Give us a bell on any of those. Or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com. If you love the music from the show, you can check it out. It's on Chloe Elliott's Bandcamp. You can also search for the, any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching Deck of Many Aces in most music streaming platforms. If you want to find us elsewhere, there's lots of places on the internet you can do so. You can find both Am and Chloe on uh, Rendezvous with Destiny, our sister podcast. Am also runs a podcast with Will called Date Night Drive-In. And Chloe can be found on Twitch at Chloe underscore with the flow. As for me, I've not got much out on the internet these days, but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what I'm doing in the creative sphere, have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox, it's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye.